This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello, and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Thursday, August 11th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew Dewaskin. Matt, how you doing? I'm hanging there. Yeah? Doing all right? Uh, doing okay. You were mentioning to me that it's too hot over there. It is. Yeah. So we're employing the fan. We decided, is it worth turning the fan off for not to record? And it's not. It's too hot. And that's okay. You know I, I don't really feel that bad about it. You know, I'm sorry. If, if it's if it's me sweating to death versus you having to do a little bit of editing, I'm fine with it. Matt, Matt has the fan. That's okay. Um, yeah. Uh, Matt, what, how'd, how'd your day go? What's up? What do you have on the baseball uh, topic slate today? Baseball topic slate? Or just what you did today. I don't know. Or we don't really plan our intros very much. Do you just want me to talk about things I did today, or do you want me to talk about baseball? Uh, probably more baseball-centric, at least on this half of the show. Fair enough. Uh, well, sadly, Prince Fielder yeah, had retired. retired. Yeah, did indeed retire. Sad stuff. Uh, Carlos Gomez got DFA'd. That was an interesting one. Yeah. And everyone's talking about, remember how he almost was a Met? And instead they got Ioannis Cespedes, and it turned out that went really well for them. Some, somebody has to hide Kenny Williams' cell phone. <laughs> Are you worried you're going to get Carlos Gomez as he just scream White Sox to you? He so does. It's such a White Sox move. Yeah. That or everyone's like, oh, the Giants are going to grab him, and he's going to get 400 down the down the stretch. Him and uh, Eduardo are just going to become those Giants guys they grab for the run. Yeah, yeah. that could happen. Uh, Barry Bonds got ejected. Really? I didn't see that. Are you didn't hear about this? No, was it good? It wasn't, I don't think it was as, as epic as people, you know, he was just arguing balls and strikes, came out of the dugout and got the thumb. Mm-hmm. I want to, to have more of the, like, Barry Bonds thing this year, and we just haven't got it at all. It's been pretty quiet, pretty drama-free, which I guess is credit to Barry, you know? What are all you excited for weird you... news, or people are expecting him to quit, to not last the season, to hate it, and it's been just fine, which is good, I suppose. Boring, but good, other than getting thrown out on Wednesday. I, honestly, I forgot he was a hitting coach until I saw he got thrown. Like, oh, yeah, I remember that story from the spring. Yeah, it's a thing that is, has not been that much of a thing. But don't um, look, that's not what's important to me tonight. Okay, what's important to you tonight? Well, I'm sure you know this. In fact, I know you do, that we, we have a sponsorship with SeatGeek.com. We do. SeatGeek is our partners and friends. Yeah, they gave us a promo code, Streams, S-T-R-E-A-M-S. Yes, hopefully you can spell it if you listen to the show, but yes. I would hope. And you get 20 bucks off, you put in the promo code, $20 off your order, no matter what your order is. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, for August 14th, it's Craig Council Player Manager Bobblehead Night in Milwaukee. I'm going. Uh, are you actually going? Or thinking about it now? I'm. Oh, I, I use the promo code, so I guess I have to go now, Dylan. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. It's twenty bucks off, and you can check out baseball tickets and all kinds of things there. I do like pairing it with the uh, event calendar. It's a good way for us to look at how to use it. <laughs> they also have, I also got one of the weirdest announcements I've ever seen from the Brewers like today. Okay. Apparently, there, on the twenty seventh, there's a, a concert with a gentleman named Kip Moore, and it read, "Country Legend." Kip Moore, asterisk, 
And then at the, I scrolled to the bottom. I'm like, what could the asterisk possibly be? And it was, and it said, may or may not be a country legend. <laughs> did, did it really say that? I, I'll pull up the email right now if you don't believe me. That, I do believe you. That's such a good asterisk. May or may not be a country legend. Oh, it? boy. Yeah. Um, well, that is another thing you can check out using SeatGeek.com in the promo code streams. Get 20 bucks off your tickets. If you're selling tickets, you can do that there. Uh, they show the final price. I don't know. It's a great app, and they're a, a good website, and they're a good sponsor of ours. We appreciate them for helping us out. Um, all right, Matt. Thursday the 11th, we're going to look at games for Thursday, and we got one of those real fun, awkward split slates, but a small one. It's like less games and split in half. So we have like two really tough ones to tackle here. Did you have trouble coming up with names at all? I did. Yeah. I have names everywhere, but the, the list can be short. There's not a million options, you would say. So, um, all right. So starting in the afternoon at Catcher, what are you thinking? Okay. I'm going to go with Jason Castro versus Jose Perios. Okay. I like that just fine. I, Jose Perios is talented, but still hasn't really put it together. Yeah, he's a little susceptible to, to lefties so far. Yeah, which is good news uh, for Jason Castro. It is. Seeing as how he's left-handed, works out yes. that way, so I picked it. Uh, Rangers catcher versus Chad Bettis. Right. Probably Jonathan Lucroy. It, it's the early game, so it might be a getaway day lineup, so it, you, mm-hmm. know, you could see Robinson Trinos you know, sneak in there. And you like him against Chad Bettis in the Rockies bullpen, too? It, it's either way. It's ready on ready. Chad Bettis bad against righties. Believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just oh, I tried to look for splits of how to attack him, and I was like, he's just kind of bad. You know, I'm like maybe he's good on the road. Nope, he's just been kind of bad. So yeah, I'm into that. I've got Juan Centino versus Doug Fister. Okay. Uh, what what are you looking at there? Just using a lefty against Fister. Correct. Lefty against Fister. He's OPS over 800. Over 800 mm-hmm. against lefties this year. I'm sorry, that has been the weakness. Over 800 against lefties this year. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Santino might sneak in there. He's my cheap play. Okay. I, I yeah, wrote I like Steven Vogt, but I don't believe in it. Yeah, Chris Tillman's actually one of the better pitchers on the slate in the afternoon. Uh, and he's going to Oakland. Yeah, so I like Vogt okay, but I don't know. Um, the only other name I had you didn't is Matt Wieters getting Andrew Triggs in Oakland. Andrew Triggs is making a spot start for the A's, and as a result, I'll be picking some Baltimore guys. You okay with Weeders there? I guess. Yeah, it's not exciting. Um, I also wrote down Nick Hundley getting Lucas Harrell. Lucas Harrell's been okay for the Rangers so far, but you don't really buy it, do you? Uh, no, I, I've seen Lucas Harrell pitch. Yeah, he has a long history of being not good, so... Uh, I, I'm okay with Nick Hundley there. He's better at home, and he's better against lefties, but I just Lucas Harrell's not good. I think he'll be okay. Um, and then the evening, Matt, what are you thinking for at catcher? Uh, the evening catcher, I only have a couple names. I've got Sandy Leon versus Michael Pinata. Yep, keeps hitting. Should be fine. And I've got Salvi Perez versus Miguel Gonzalez. I wrote that down, too. Yeah, Sal Perez handling righties pretty well. I like that. Um, I wrote down Yankees catcher against Eduardo Rodriguez. Could be Austin Romine. Could be Gary Sanchez, who had his first homer on Wednesday. Gary Sanchez is a pretty popular uh, Yankees prospect. He catches. They're using him at first base. They're getting him in. Um, but he's right-handed. So if he gets in against Eduardo Rodriguez, who's been bad, that'd be fine in Fenway. Um, I wrote Miguel Montero, who I realize is not that inspiring. But Carlos Martinez does have those trouble splits. Um, 
So any left-handed uh, Chicago guys I might take against Miguel Montero. And I wrote Evan Gaddiskin, Tommy Malone. There was a rain out on Wednesday, and so they added the, the second Houston-Minnesota uh, game. And Tommy Malone is scheduled to do the evening game. And he's left-handed, so I would think Evan Gaddis, if he gets in there, should do just fine. I wrote that down, but I wrote it at first base instead of catcher, and now I feel stupid. Well, we get the segue now into first base. There we are. Uh, Matt, what are you looking at in the afternoon at first base? I honestly... I've got two competent options, and then it, it, we get into pile of puke territory thin. quickly. It's thin in the afternoon. It's usually first bases. There's plenty, but not not there. Uh, what are you looking at? Guys, guys that I would spend money on. Uh, Orioles first baseman versus this Triggs character. Yep. Whether it's Chris Davis or Pedro Alvarez. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, one's, one's a cheaper version of the other. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, Freddie Freeman versus Matt Garza. I like that. Uh, just fine, for sure. Matt Garza continues to be whatever. Okay, now we're starting to head towards question mark. Joe Maurer versus Doug Fister. I like that just fine, given Fister's troubles with lefties. I think it'd be okay. Okay, now we're it's super questionable here with uh, Esrod. Yes. Esrod, okay. Should get in against uh, lefty and Christian Friedrich, right? Sean Rodriguez, honestly, he, he plays just about everywhere, so I would not use him at first base. I would probably plug him in somewhere else. Yeah. If I were to go with S-Rod against Christian Friedrich, but I may not. Mm-hmm. And lastly, now now we're like, this is, Matt, what are you thinking, territory with James Loney versus Brandon Shipley? <sighs> James Loney's been okay for the Mets so far. I mean... Hard to be excited about James Loney ever, but he's been hitting okay, putting up points, you know, only against righties, but doing his James Loney thing. Braden Shipley's awful against lefties. He's been bad. I don't think that's a crazy pick at all. Uh, you're getting something different at first base, but you're going cheap at first base, but that's okay. He'll put up points. I mean, if you'll consider Joe Maurer, I think you can consider James Loney against uh, Braden Shipley, for sure. Um, the name I had you didn't. Chris Carter gets Roberto Hernandez. I got excited to see Roberto Hernandez's name on the slate. It had been a while, it felt like, I, since I had thought about Roberto Hernandez. I had to make sure it was, you know, the guy formerly known as Fausto Carmona, and it wasn't some Roberto Hernandez that got called up. I clicked him, was like, really? Oh, man, starting for the Braves, Roberto Hernandez. That means if you want to hope that uh, Chris Carter runs into one, which he certainly can, I think that would be an option, too. Joel um, De La Cruz might hit the DL, so they have to have somebody to come and make up the innings. Yeah, basically. And I think Chris Carter hit a homer on uh, on Wednesday. So, yeah. Um, yeah, he did. One homer, three RBIs. He went one for four. That's what you were looking for. So if you went with Carter on Wednesday, I'm not worried about taking him on Thursday also. Um, how about the evening at first base? What are you looking at? Okay, we Carlos Santana versus Julius Chassin. Yeah, I like that. And next we got Eric Hosmer versus Miguel Gonzalez. Yeah. Using Royals against your boy, but I, I understand. Don't get me started on this. Time. If you were to watch what I watched tonight, yeah, the second half has been miserable. I'm not gonna, the first half wasn't great either, Dylan. It was for a bit. They look good out of the gate, but yeah, it's, it's been troubling. And you absolutely know they're gonna hang their head on that. You know, when they bring back Robin for 2017. They're like, yeah, you had a real good April and, and May, man. And the team at 27 and 10. Not every manager can do that. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, so Eric Hosmer can handle Miguel Gonzalez in the White Sox bullpen. You would, you would think, yes, right? Yes, I'm, I'm fine with that. I had it written down. And lastly, Anthony Rizzo versus Carlos Martinez. That's the, if you want to pay a bunch of money for it pick, um, I think it's fine. Carlos Martinez is decent, but 
Uh, does have that weakness against lefties, so I like that for sure. Um, I wrote down Joe Maurer again, getting this Chris Davinsky character, who's, who is a decent reliever, making a spot start for uh, the Astros, eventually, no. but I think that'd be fine. Um, and how about, well, I, I would have had David Ortiz, but he got hurt on Wednesday, didn't he? He did. F- fouled the ball off himself. Hopefully he's going to be okay. Might be in the lineup. Can't bank on it. It didn't look, didn't look that fun, so... Would have had a good matchup there. Um, okay, on the second base, I had three names in the afternoon. How did you do? I had a lot more than three, believe it or not. Okay, I had Neil Walker versus Braden Shipley. I didn't have that. Okay, you Could prefer have. his lefties, but yeah. if we switch hitter, it, Braden Shipley's bad enough, he'll be fine. The D-backs bullpen also has just gotten worse and worse. Uh, how about Josh Harrison getting Christian Friedrich? Hurt on Jordy Mercer. Yeah, he'll be playing shortstop, but I think Josh Harrison probably at second base for you. Um, I'm not up on my Parrots middle infield. Yeah, uh, quietly, Josh Harrison's been great against lefties. Um, And then I wrote down Rugnet Odor getting Chad Bettis. Should be just fine, right? Yeah. You're not big on Rugnet Odor. I like him more than you do. Um, You hit the magic word in Chad Bettis. There you go. It'll it'll work. Um, Who'd you have in the afternoon I did not mention? Uh, Ryan Schimpf versus Jameson Tyon. Okay, I'm all right with that. Uh, Jose Altuve versus uh, Jose Barrios. Okay, it's righty on righty, but that's okay. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. DJ LeMahieu versus Lucas Harrell. Okay, yeah. Again, not believing in Lucas or in Lucas Harrell. Should be fine. Yeah, especially against righties. He's got that weird righty split. Mm-hmm. And lastly, Jonathan Scope versus The Trigger. The Trigger, Andrew Triggs. Yeah, I think that'll be fine, too. You know, it has to be the trigger, right? What's that? His nickname has to be the trigger. You would think so. Yeah. Uh, if your name were Andrew Triggs. Yeah. I, I yeah, I like all those just fine. There are more options at second base than I realized. How about in the evening? I had a bunch in the evening, actually. Or I, had, I had five, which is a lot for there being five games. I could, um, have, I could have had more, but I limited myself. Like, all right. Out of these five games in this evening slate, if you're playing a little five-gamer, what, what are you thinking here at second base? Uh, El Tuve versus Malone. Yep, that's a great one. Is uh, down, uh, J- uh, Jason Kipnis versus Julius Chassin. Yep, I had that too. Got Starlin Castro versus Erod. Yep, I don't. It's hard to be excited about Starlin Castro, but that is a good matchup for him. Probably gonna be hitting cleanup again. <laughs> yeah, that's a good matchup for him. And Zorbers versus Carlos Martinez. I wrote that too. Switch hitter, I'll get that. Uh, get that platoon advantage. It's important against him. Anybody else for you? No. I had Dustin Pedroia getting Michael Pineda. I'm fine with that. Just I guess. been good against righties this year. On the third base, I had two in the afternoon. And four. Okay. I started with David Freesk and uh, Christian Friedrich, you another Pirates skip, infielder. You skip somebody good then. Okay. Uh, David Freeze has been great against lefties this year. I will totally use him here. He'll be fine. I know who you skipped. Okay. I have Nolan Arenado getting Lucas Harrell. Okay. So away from Coors, that's okay. Lucas Harrell's bad enough. Who did I miss in the afternoon, Matt? Who did I... Uh, Jerkson Profar versus Chad Bettis. Okay. He plays all over the place. Um, I like it, though. Absolutely. I, don't, I never know where to put him, but... Yeah, if you want him at third base, he plays there or wherever. I like that matchup for sure. And Jake Lamb versus Noah Syndergaard. You're ready to pick on uh, Noah Syndergaard? The lefty, yes I am. Okay. All right, it's it's bold. I, as much as I don't think that'll be used much, I think that's, you know, in BFS, that's a good thing. And I think the matchup could be just fine. Um, okay, how about in the evening? I had three names. Me too. Okay. 
Is it Travis Shaw versus Michael Pinata? Yes, obvious pick. Love it. Is it Jose Ramirez against Yulisha Seen? All right. He doesn't steal bases. He doesn't hit for power. What does he do for it? He's empty batting. There'll be some points there. I could see. I could see an Indian stack against Yulisha Seen. Switch to the, the guy I mentioned that you that, that I have that you don't. Okay. Uh, I also had Jed Jerko getting John Lester. I like when Jed Jerko gets a lefty, but man, John Lester has been good this year. He has. The splits don't. It's hard to be really excited about it. So. I mentioned it, but who do you have at third base in the evening? I did not have uh, Todd Frazier versus Danny Duffy. Okay, go, go picking a White Sox, huh? It's about one of the only ones. I, I don't, I don't really want to talk about it. I just kind of want to move on. Yes, sure. So the, the Todd father, if you will. Uh, I won't. Um, who else do you have? <laughs> yeah. And lastly, uh, Chesler Cuthbert versus Miguel Gonzalez. Okay, usually like him against a lefty, but you're fine with him against uh, Miguel Gonzalez. With Gonzalez, it doesn't really matter. He's yeah. he's mediocre against both sides of the plate. I don't I don't see him really having any weapons to attack hitters with. He kind of just lobs it up there and kind of hopes for the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I I'm fine with that for sure. He's a guy, he is a guy. Um, how about at shortstop? I had three names in the afternoon and three names in the evening. I'm exactly I have the exact same split as you. Okay. Uh, Carlos Correa should be fine in the afternoon against Jose Barrios. Love it. Uh, Jonathan VR should be fine against Roberto Hernandez. Indeed, and? Manny Machado, if you have him at shortstop, getting the trigger. Yep, that's all three. Is that the three you had in the afternoon? It is. Okay, who'd you have in the evening, then? You gotta keep it up, man. Three all right. All right. Uh, in the evening, Francisco Lindor getting the Alicia scene. Okay, four for four. All right, uh... Ooh, I might have whiffed on one. I uh, Carlos Correa again getting Tommy Malone this time. Oh, I didn't. I, I did not put down Carlos Correa. I should have. Yeah, he'll be fine morning or evening, wherever you went. Carlos Correa has two good matchups today. Um, and I wrote Johnny Peralta getting John Lester again. I think he's a righty that can handle lefties usually, but I it would be kind of a fade to take him against Lester because yeah, Lester's been good. This is where we diverge. All right. So who who'd you have at third base in the evening? At shortstop, you mean? Yes, at shortstop is what I mean. Tim Anderson versus Danny Duffy. Yeah, picking more White Sox. All right, what do you like about that? Just righty on lefty for you? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, Danny Duffy's been pretty good, but but I, I, I like that just fine. On such a small slate, should be okay. I mean, I love taking the speed guy against the lefty, but I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um, okay, and then in the evening, uh, or sorry, in the outfield in the afternoon, uh, I had a lot of names in the afternoon, but not really? as many in the evening. Yeah, I did okay in the afternoon. All right. Um, ooh, I, how about Curtis Granison, Jay Bruce, getting Braden Shipley? I wrote down Mets outfield because they're all left-handed. Any of them. Yeah, they're all fine. You're right. Um, how about your Padres boys, Dickerson and Jankowski, getting James and Tyon? Yeah. You believe them just fine. I like Tyon, but not enough to stay away from picking on him. I, no, not with... Seriously, I think we found a nickname worse than Corey Dickerson. Yeah. Alex Janky. Oh, Alex Dickerson. There you yeah. go. That's what true. What would his nickname be, Dylan? It would be worse than Corey Dickerson. Yeah, I think C. Uh, yeah, yeah it would be worse. Um, Max Kepler getting Doug Fister should be I, fine. I heard that in Twins Outfield versus Doug Fister because they've got a bunch of lefties out there. They do have a bunch of lefties. Any lefties that you can find in that matchup should be okay. Max Kepler is probably the best. How about Noah Mazzara and Carlos Beltran getting Chad Bettis? I'm okay with it. I Honestly, I think I'd... Yeah, I'm okay with both of those. I have no issues. Yeah. Um, I wrote Rockies outfield getting Lucas Harrell. 
any objections to any of them. I, I struggle with that one just because I, I know that he's competent against lefties and he struggles against righties. I'm not. I'm, I don't really love it, but I don't really. I can't say no either. Yeah, you're just maybe not where you're going. How about Ryan Braun getting Roberto Hernandez? Fausto Carmona, you mean? I'm yes. Yeah, I wrote Baltimore outfield getting uh, the trigger, Andrew Triggs. So did I. Yeah, I'm, there'll be a Baltimore stack. It'll be popular. Yeah, that's it for me in the afternoon. What do you think? Did you have any in the afternoon I missed? I had one, and you're going to laugh at me for it. Okay, perfect. Because it's, it's the most mediocre player versus the most mediocre pitcher I can think of. Perfect. Nick Marcakis versus Matt Garza. Why not? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's Matt Garza. Why not? That's It's... It seems really boring, but there are points to be had there, and you could win some money doing it's that. Lefty and righty. Yeah, no, it's it's super boring, but it's not like I don't think there'll be points there. You could do that for sure. Um, and then the evening, I wrote Max Kepler again, getting Davinsky. Yep. Um, I have the uh, Red Sox outfield, but Mookie Betts got hurt. Got to make sure he's okay. But if he's in there, Jackie Bradley Jr. getting Michael uh, Pineda so should be just fine. Character. But uh, he's a good prospect. I don't know that he has it in the major leagues yet. But he's probably going to play. He's talented enough. I'm fine with that, too. Red Sox outfield's fine. Um, Your boy Tyler Naquin and maybe other Indians outfielders against Yuli Shasin should be fine, right? Lonnie Chisholm. Yeah. You like Lonnie? Not as much as Naquin, though? Yeah. Yeah. Um, How about Dexter Fowler? Switch hitting Dexter Fowler getting Carlos Martinez. Okay with it. Yeah. Um, I like that a lot. Again, just being left-handed, I think there's a weakness there. Um, Steven Piscotty getting John Lester. He matches lefties, but again, Lester's so good. This is, there's a, there's a Cardinals mini stack if you want to fade Lester. Um, but that's just, that's a GPP option only. Um, and I wrote George Springer getting Tommy Malone. Should be just fine. I got right? a lot, actually. Yeah, that'll be a good matchup. Do you have any outfielders in the evening I did not have? I have one. Okay. Well, it- Speaking of switch hitting outfielders playing Chicago, yes, Melky gets Danny Duffy. Okay, all right. If you want the White Sox stack against Danny Duffy, there are a few places to go. Uh, all right. So looking at pitchers, it's limited because there's six games in the afternoon and five in the evening, and we just listed a lot of bad pitchers. So in the afternoon, Matt, you thinking about Noah Syndergaard getting the D-backs? See, I think everybody's going to be picking that, so I, I kind of want to stay away from it. Right. I, he should be fine, but I don't know that it's... I mean, there's some question marks there, enough that I don't want to pay the ace price. How about Jameson Tyone getting the Padres, even though they're a little bit better than they were? Should still be an okay matchup, right? I, I would, you would think so, yes. Yeah. How about uh, Chris Tillman going to Oakland is another pretty okay one. That's actually might be my favorite one of the afternoon. Yeah, he handles righties pretty well, and is a pretty competent guy. So, I'm uh, I'm thinking about that for sure. I, I think that's relatively safe. Um, the other ones I think are interesting. Jose Barrios, I got to think about just because he is a strikeout pitcher, um, and the Astros strike out more than anybody except the Brewers. So, in a GPP, I'm hoping he might rack up the Ks to make it interesting. Um, but I'm not pumped about it. Um, other than that, Doug Fister getting the Twins. Like, they're pretty right-handed, and he destroys righties. You know, he has a few lefties to worry about, but would you consider Doug Fister? It's not going to strike out a bunch of guys. The ceiling is low. Probably wouldn't, honestly. I, if he's cheap enough and you can build hitters around him, uh, maybe. But he's not going to win for you. He's not going to win your uh, contest for you just because he doesn't have the strikeouts. But 
I could see him being a competent option. Um, were there any other pitchers in the afternoon to pick from? Not really. It's the trigger, Roberto Hernandez, Matt Garza, Chad Bettis, Lucas Harrell. If you win hunting, I, I could see going going with you know, Fausto. Oh, goodness. I can't. No, I can't. Not me. Right. Uh, how about in the evening? Uh, I had five names, and out of five games, that's I could do worse. Okay. I don't love them, though. So, Corey Kluber gets the Angels should be fine, right? Obvious pick, yes. Yeah. John Lester gets the Cardinals. He should be fine. They have some guys that hit lefties, so I'm not worried about it, right? Not enough to scare me off, no. Yeah. So, those two are safe. I consider Carlos Martinez, except he does have the platoon split, so he's kind of like the mid-range pick for me. Um, Danny Duffy getting the White Sox should be okay, right? Doesn't go that deep into games, but has posted good numbers. I suppose, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. After that, the fifth and final name I wrote is Eduardo Rodriguez getting the Yankees. Okay. Now, Eduardo Rodriguez All has right. been... I'm, I'm on, on behalf of Polish people everywhere, I'm legitimately insulted by you. That I would pick uh, Erod, or that I did not pick Chris Stavinsky? You, you did not pick Chris Stavinsky. When I made my list, it was before they added the second game. And now that I'm looking at the list, I'm like, you can consider Davinsky. You remembered to add Carlos Correa and all the good players in the Astros. The thing with Davinsky is he's spot starting, so you're praying for five innings. He has great ratios, but he like he has he's pitched more than four innings once in the last... I mean, I'm looking at the game log, like going back over a month. Um, you're hoping that he goes five innings. So if he's super cheap, there's some strikeouts there, there's good ratios there, it's a beatable offense, yes, but... It, that's that's win hunting, and you're crossing your fingers even goes five. I think um, he's a bit more upset than, than you're giving Chris Stavinsky Chris credit for. I think he's talented. It's just a how deep into the game he goes type thing. That's all. Okay. It's just that I'm worried he won't go past five. I think he, I think he could go five innings, one run, real easily. But they might just cut him off after that. Um, but Erod versus the Yankees, they don't have that many guys that hit left. I mean, he's bad, and we didn't mention that many Yankees. Would you... In a GPP, try and just fade it, shot in the dark, maybe? Yeah. You know, I honestly, I think there are worse plays on the board. Yeah. I think it's a sneaky, okay matchup. I don't think he's a good pitcher right now. I mean, he has talent. He might get it together. But I think it's a sneaky, decent matchup. Um, yeah. Speaking of which, uh, Robbie Ray versus Bartolo Colon went really well. We endorsed Robbie Ray. You put your you know money where your mouth is with him, and he threw, what, seven scoreless? Because Robbie Ray's bad, but we were like, the the Mets aren't going to hit him, you know? He went seven scoreless, only four strikeouts, but yeah, uh, he did well. Bartolo Colon, who I had against you, went seven innings, one run, eight strikeouts. So twice as many strikeouts, but no no scoreless scoreless uh, outing there. So props to you on, on edging me, but we, we made good picks there. And props to you for your Bartolo Colon pick. Yeah, it, that went pretty okay. Um... That's how I feel about this Eduardo Rodriguez one. Not that he's going to do that well, but, like, you know what? Like, I don't trust Robbie Ray that much, but in a matchup like that, it was okay. I don't trust Eduardo Rodriguez that much, but the Yankees don't scare me against lefties right now. So, Are you sure that you don't trust Eduardo Rodriguez that much? I'm pretty sure I don't trust him that much. Why? <laughs> I just said, like, five times in ten uh, That's how much I don't trust him. Uh, he had a quality start. Two startings, two starts ago. He has like two in his past five. There's a lot of bad numbers here. He's been better than he was earlier this year, but well, I don't know. Um, five nine three ERA on the season. That's enough to think twice. Any other pitchers in the evening you're thinking about? 
I'm. Are we talking about? Are we talking about our, our contest picks? Or we'll get to contests here in a second. But in DFS, anybody no, no. really worth your time? You ran it down pretty well. I think. You can fade Michael Pineda any day. Just know that he might blow up on you. Um. Okay. So for Field of Streams picks, Braden Shipley is eligible. He's bad. You know where? Uh, I'm going. You know where I'm going, right? Are you going with Davinsky? Yeah. I'm bringing, think, the Pol- I'm bringing the Polish hammer to the contest, bro. I think I'm going to join you in Davinsky just because I'm not as worried about oh, wins. Man. Look, I would have totally taken Doug Fister, but he's 51% owned. He's just over the bump. People are in on Doug Fister. Can't take him. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm interested in Barrios and Eduardo Rodriguez, but the downside is just too big uh, there. That could go too badly for you. So. I will join you in Davinsky. I think he's safe because he won't go that long, and I think the ratios will be fine. It just might be like four and a third. But if you're streaming and need ratios, you can do that. I think there'll be strikeouts. The Twins strikeout. So I, I more you're endorsing it more than I am, so you get to take credit more when he does well. But that is that is the pick to go with on this tough tough day. I'm not going near Lucas Harrell or Roberto Hernandez or anything. Yeah. Um. All right, Matt. Do you have anything else before we get out of here? I found the email. You found the email. Yeah, I, it actually it was not from the Brewers. I take it back. Okay, who's it from? Um, apparently it it's baseball pers- prospectus night um, at Miller Park on August twenty seventh. Yeah, yeah, they're doing that. And they've got like this this private meet and greet and you know dinner thing and mm-hmm. you know all kinds of giveaways and coupons. And then they have post game concert by country legend Kip Moore. Asterisk may or may not be true country legend. We hadn't heard of him before today. Ah, so it's a it's a funny email from BP. That's pretty good. And I like that. You say, I mean, you should like you should see the look on my face when I opened it up. Like I'm I'm thinking like this is like, you know, like your standard like event email, and I see the asterisk, and I scroll down. I'm like, what? <laughs> That's pretty funny, Matt. I'm I'm minutes away from finishing Fast Five. I've caught up on the series a bunch more today. You you must have literally had nothing else to do. Uh, I, I watched my share of it. Um, I made it through two, which was fine. It was bad, but it was okay. You know the problem with uh, Tokyo Drift is? Are you well-versed okay. in Tokyo Drift? I'm aware of several problems with Tokyo Drift. The problem with Tokyo Drift to me is not that it has none of the original characters, so I don't really care. It's like a spin-off, and I'm like, why do I care about these people? I don't. Um, that's not the biggest problem. Um, it's not that it fetishizes drifting in this weird way that I don't care about either. I, whatever. Um, and it's not that they kill off the best character in the series. Um, it's that it's all about high schoolers. It's high school. Like, they literally are in a high school. The main character is, like, 17. Like, it starts in a high school in Japan. It's in a high school. Like, there's, like, it's about high school. It's bad. It's, I, I still enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I watched it. But, yeah. Am I am I missing other big problems with Tokyo Drift? Oh no, that's that's you, you think that you've got Han hanging out with high school kids. Yeah, and like it's uh, it's weird. It's there's a lot of high school drama going on with it. Like I was like I don't care. Well, um, yeah, I but guess. and then I survived four, which is not in four is not bad at all, but just not a lot happens. Well, the problem with four is that for some reason Vin Diesel was hitting the head with a garbage can before he shot every scene. And and that's how exactly he was doing like you know the sliced alone thing where he was gonna like mumble every single word he spoke. It's just the story is not interesting in four. It's fine. There was it wasn't cringy. There aren't parts of it I hate. It was just kind of whatever. Yeah, really. Um, 
forgettable. Oh no! Now I'm almost done no, no, with five, and five is where they're like, "We're gonna get all your favorite characters from the no, previous no. movies." Four has my favorite scene in the entire series. What happens in four specifically? When, when, when he comes back, like for the first time, and he goes to the scene of the crash. Yes. Um. He like you know he like licks the ground or like you know he like rubs his fingers across the ground like licks it. Yes. And he and he knows like. It, I forget how he worded it. He's like, "Oh, uh, please! It's called nitro math," and he oh. identifies the nitro math. Nitro math. Nitro math is the one word. guy in Los Angeles that deals in this stuff. Yeah, basically, based on the tire burn. And I'm, yeah. I remember, I, I, I heard it. I'm just like, really? You, you, you've been gone for years, and there's, and you, not only is there only one guy, but you, you still know this one guy. Yeah, and the cops don't. The cops are trying to solve the same case he is, and he's like, I'm on it immediately. <laughs> five minutes. Yeah, basically. Four was fine. It's not that bad. I'm about to finish five, and five is where they're just amping it up and bringing all your favorite characters back and having fun with it. So I'm, I'm, I've hit the renaissance of the series, and I'm excited. I'm in full swing. It's been good. It's been a good experiment so far. So, Okay, well, that should about do it for us for this episode for Thursday. Uh, Matt is on Twitter at Matt D underscore DFS. I am on Twitter at Higgins FOS. And, uh, yeah, I'll be back on Friday with Brad. Have another live show on Friday morning, which are going pretty well. If you want to come be a part of the Field of Streams show, you can join us then for the live broadcast. You can ask questions, get involved. And, uh, yeah, that's at 8 a.m. West Coast time, 11 a.m. East Coast time. Um, yeah. Matt, you got anything else? No, I think we're, I think we're good, Dill. Cool. All right. For Matt, I'm Dylan. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy, or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.